0: To another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Michael.
1: And I'm Molly.
0: And this week is a very special week because we have one of my good friends who, gosh, I have known. Her since probably preschool, kindergarten, something like that, as long as I've had memories. <laughs> um, and not only is she my friend, but she is also the associate producer at World of Wonder, which is the production company behind RuPaul's Drag Race, among many other shows. Please give a warm welcome to Jess
2: Walensky. Yay! Hello. Hi, hi, Michael. Nice hi, Holly. Thank you for having me. This is a big treat um I you know I listen to some podcasts I work on a few so getting to be on one is really crazy um and definitely an adjustment this is fun thank you
0: oh my gosh well thank you for coming on I am so excited to delve into this with you um but to start um just kind of tell us a little bit about what you do as an associate producer at world of wonder
2: Yeah. So I, um, you know, basically I started at world of wonder, um, as a personal assistant, um, to the creators of drag race. And, you know, at the time I hadn't watched drag race (gasps) gasp. Um, I really had like, I watched a little bit here and there. One of my best friends, Olivia was like obsessed with it, you know, and I understood, but I didn't really understand. And then once I, applied for this job, I started watching, right, Um, and was like, oh, this is so fun, Um, because it kind of combined everything I've always loved, which is theater, right, and TV, and competition, and, you know, dumb jokes, and puns, and, like, really just, like, stupid humor that I've always loved, Um, and also just, like, sit, you know, Queens caring for each other, which just like, excuse me, is just like something that means a lot. So I was their assistant for a few years. Um they were filming season 12 um when I started. So I actually got to go to one of the tapings um, of a season 12 episode. I don't, I was actually trying to look this up. I don't remember what the runway theme was, but I know it was all black, like you had to wear black. It might have been like funeral like I okay not funeral chic but like something like that um and I just remember being so amazed by you know the way the producers put it together the queens walking the runway the runway being huge you know the lights all the RuPaul sitting there and just like saying her takes on everyone's looks just was really amazing so I kind of fell in love with it um and then after a few years they promoted me to associate producer and um i am specifically an associate producer for our streaming service um called wow presents plus and essentially we i, I did work on one show um small town news kpvm Perump, which was a, a docuseries we did on that actually is on hbo or yes max now about um this news crew, this local news crew right outside of, I did you know watch
0: it? About. I don't think I watched it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I've okay. Heard it's I've a, heard about it,
2: yeah. It gives the office, like it's very, yeah. these people are so funny. Um, And just like really genuinely great people and also like have, some of them have differing political views in us, but like, they totally accepted us into them, you know, and with open arms and like, you know, I, I that, that was a really cool show. Um, then when I got promoted, I, um, started to work on all of the Wild WOW presents plus shows. So wow presents plus has only been around since 2017. Um, and it first started as a way for, the international seasons of drag race to be seen in different countries. So like, you know, back then it was drag race. Thailand was like the first one, I think. Right. I think it was drag race, Thailand, but then all of a sudden it was drag race, Canada or Canada's drag race. Sorry. And then drag race down under and then um, drag race UK. And now it's like drag race, Mexico. I mean, It's crazy. And so I think, what we did is we capitalized on that and started making originals. Um, so as an associate producer, my main job is to help the upper level producer. So like for, Ah, uh, it's the supervising producer and it's Pete, you know, who you literally see on camera, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's helping him like everything from getting them Starbucks right to like going through watching a cut of an episode of uh and giving the censors right like saying mm. like don't say well, I don't i can say whatever i want right yeah don't say fuck here you know like censor <laughs> Trixie holding a thing in a sexual way you know because we put the episodes on while WoW presents plus in youtube right. and in the last few years it's really i've been uh in my current position since like technically since November, 2021, but really like from that summer until now, it's been like two years. We've really grown from doing smaller shows like uh, fashion photo review to bigger ones um, with bigger budgets, like Van G. 24 hours of love, you know, and painted with Raven. So for those, I actually really got to help a lot with the creative. So I got to help cast them you know, it really is such a wide range. And recently I found myself a lot in post-production, Um, like pulling different, like, let's say we have a show where they're referencing Drag Race, right? So like, I'm often asked like, hey, can you pull a few moments that show, you know, for example, like Candy Muse being iconic, you know, or like, i just worked on i know now i'm rambling but whatever you're gonna have to. no shielded. please
1: do we i am um, <laughs> yeah
2: i just got to work on um Alyssa edwards's show Alyssa's secret the yeah. reboot tongue pop i can't do it i've tried hard and that one i got to do everything from like actually come up with like the episode themes like what they were going to be about That's um funny. And that's like really just because it was a busy week and other people were doing other stuff and we needed to come up for creative. So I just like wrote down a bunch of ideas, you know, like it really just kind of depends um, on what it is. But, you know, I like I get to watch rough cuts um, and give notes to the supervising producer who then combines our notes and gives notes to the editor. Right. And then we get a fine cut it all really is like a collaborative effort, which is really cool. So like my main job is all over the map, but essentially it's like whatever people need for a given production at a given time. And um, something I'm doing right now is I'm producing for our wow podcast network. Um, So, and that, those don't have supervising producers. So I, I, Get to do we have the show called night fever um with james st james um who's been a part of wow forever randy and fenton and they interview um like different i guess you yeah celebrities like artists singers drag queens like all over the map i mean who um were in the new york city nightclubs like Area, studio 54 of the 70s 80s and 90s um so that's been pretty cool. Um, Diane Brill was one of our guests. Um, Michelle Visage did it. Um, of course. Excuse me. <laughs> who in the most, re- oh, Patricia Field, who designed all the costumes for Sex and the City.
0: Oh, wow. So
2: cool for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that show. I was just like, oh! You know, and these and they're just really cool people. Kevin and Aviance um, is the upcoming episode airing on Thursday. I just delivered it, you know. So that one's cool. We also just did a podcast. Um, we're doing a podcast now called And Just Like Matt. I um, saw
0: that on your Instagram. Yeah. Did. Okay,
2: amazing. So that um Matt McConkey is the host of that one. And he hosts Homophilia with Dave Holmes. I don't know if you ever listened to that one. Um, they basically just interview like LGBTQ celebrities on homophilia. You know, it's supposed to be like you yeah.
1: to know what that means.
2: Um <laughs> And that one's really cool. I mean, a lot of drag queens have been on that, along with, like, a lot of comedians, like Tig Notaro. So Matt wanted to do a podcast um, called In Just Like Matt, where he recaps and, um, you know, also adds bits about, like, the Carries and Samanthas and his life and his mm. friends' lives. Oh, that's- um, and that's been really cool. And we actually, um, I think we're at, like, number 19 or something or even higher in the film and tv wow. podcast category on apple Podcasts. so that one's exciting that
0: is really cool. impressive wow
2: yeah that one's cool michael patrick king the showrunner of and uh, sex in the city and just like matt was our like that see it's easy was our first um guest which was really cool and so to hear him talk about all of it was so insane so yeah so really my job is all over the map
1: um it's but every day keeps it exciting Great. yeah yes yeah. yeah so I know you already touched on the show uh, you're working now on the wow presents plus but in general like on a day-to-day like what like what does that look like with all the podcasts like do you have to organize a guest or editing or like what's the producer aspect of that
2: yeah so you know we have an editor for all of our projects. Um, You know, day to day, basically what I do, it's like I have a list of projects and I know where each one is and I know what my role is in making sure we are moving along, right? To get them out the door. So like one right now, um, it's been announced since last year. So Jimbo, right? We have a show, Jimbo Show.
0: So, yeah that's really yes cool. <laughs> um
2: it's coming soon um to WoW presents plus i don't think the date's been announced but right now um we are in the stages where we're onlining it which means like you make the footage like a higher resolution and then you um color and sound mix mm-hmm. so a big part of my job in the last few weeks has been um to well first of all i sat down with the colorist to, to like make sure everyone's skin tone is correct to their skin tone making sure the colors look vibrant and things are matching so like if jimbo looks one way in the beginning of the episode I have to make sure he looks the same at the end
0: right
2: you know like keeping it consistent and i guess when you watch tv you don't really think about that but mm-hmm. um it's such a big part of it i mean yeah yeah you know, people looking their best is a really big thing especially drag queens you know like it's such a a hard intricate job to put on all that makeup right oh my gosh so so having them look the best their best is you know important so that's something I've been doing I've been we call it QC so like quality check I've been quality checking um Jimbo and we have a lot of like weekly um do you hear that truck? Sorry, I can wait for no. a second. No. Okay. We have a lot of weekly um stuff that's airing. So right now, we have Fashion Photo Review for All Stars um 8.
0: So one of my favorite shows in the is is on. Uh, I absolutely I look forward to it every week when I see that there's a new episode. Up, I get so excited. Um tell me a little bit about especially the editing process of that show because the editors on that show, I mean It is a level that I don't see on any other show, just in terms of the creativity. Just, it is so hilarious. And I'm curious, like, do you know when it's filming how it's going to be edited in a way? Or is that just decided completely after the fact, after watching the footage?
2: Yes. Yeah, good question. I love that you love, uh. I mean, so many people... That's that's the show. That's yeah. the show that people say to me. Separate of Drag Race is like people. Some people who don't even know Drag Race know uh mm-hmm. like uh, un. Some people call it un. Some people call it uh but I know it as u n h h h h. You know that's how you spell <laughs> it,
1: right? Yeah.
2: Um, I yeah, those two are hysterically funny. I mean, we were just filming today. Um, I told you we were filming today. And like, even when you were not filming the comedy and the things they say and that they come up with in their head, like, I don't think they try. They just- I know. And it's, they have like such biting things to say about everything in the funniest way. Um, And they also are super genuine. Like they really love Drag Race. They care so much about the queens and you know drag in general because obviously right now a lot of people are trying to oust drag. Um, but you know my role in uh is less creative and more like helping make sure yeah. everything's set up the day of and helping you know get lunch, do you know all that stuff. Um, so like in you know that's what I was sort of saying like the role changes, but you know, sometimes I tell my team, I'm like, there's an uh, shoot date. I want to be there. You know, I just, um, (laughs) because it is so fun. Uh, Sometimes I will get involved if, first of all, I do help censor um, or I tell them what to censor, but often, you know, whatever, but I do get to pull like the celebrity pictures. So if they need to reference like you know
0: the most obscure people in the entire world totally
2: i go to the <laughs> website we pull those from and i give them options you know but <laughs> yeah. like, but yeah and then we do it all over again so you know the heart of that show is pete uh williams mm-hmm. he runs that whole ship he's can do it with his eyes closed you yeah. know and he even surprises himself and i i love working on it you know hearing them They'll do like a string out first, right? Obviously, of the actual episode without any graphics, and it's just so wild to see the difference. I mean, that must be like it's just as funny, right? But it's just like a different. It's almost like a different show. It's
0: so weird. How can focus more on what they're saying because, like, I feel like there's so much to look at when you're watching it, and it's (laughs) edited that you're like almost don't catch a lot of the jokes probably definitely
2: yeah like there's some of that there's some of i don't know just things you hear different things like you're saying so that you know the magic of that show is really the talent the magic of any show is the talent and then when you add that wild editing it's just beautiful so yeah yeah, it's it's a magic it's a good potion um and i hope we get to keep making it for a long time i hope so too
1: yeah, no, that's all super interesting to hear. Some of those behind the scenes stuff. Um, and overall, is there anyone in particular that you've been wanting to work with you haven't had a chance with to work with so far in your role?
2: Yes. um, I was thinking about this. You know, I've never worked with Bob, the drag queen. Oh, yeah. Um, and Bob is... Well, mostly because he's just booked and blessed and busy. I mean, he's on tour with Madonna right now, um, which is amazing. That's wild. They, I don't, the thing about, you know, drag queens is like, it varies from person to person, but a lot of the times queens, you know, like you, you say she, you say they, you say he. Like, right. it's just...
0: Depends if they're in right? and out of
1: drag, right? Yeah.
2: It's all interchangeable. I mean, like, RuPaul always says, like, refer to me as any of those. You know, like, it doesn't Really matter um for him or her. See um, but yeah no. Bob is amazing. So funny. Really really smart. Um, I watched season eight. Season eight, right? Oh my god, yes. No, all
0: winners, no. Eight no,
2: eight not eight all stars. stars. Just season eight of the normal show. Oh oh, oh, um, oh, oh yeah. I think that was yeah that was Bob season. This is like I should know this stuff, but it, it was. Um, <laughs> more recently and bob is just like so smart um and comedy chops just really amazing i also think jinx um oh my god yeah we worked with her for sketchy queens um another show you can catch on Mm. presents plus um it's like a sketch comedy series with her and i'm her comedy partner liam krug um and I, you know, I wasn't there for that, or I was there, but I wasn't on set for that one. And I love Jinx. I just think she's amazing. So I would love to work with her.
0: Yeah. And um, is there anyone who you were the most starstruck to meet?
2: Yes, this one. Oh, I'm embarrassed because, (laughs) you know, I'm not supposed to be starstruck, but I will say a few things. Alyssa Edwards... Holy shit. I bet. she is amazing. And also she's from Texas. So oh, really? Yeah, she's from Mesquite, oh. Texas. Um, you know, like it's outside of Dallas, I think. And mm. like we bonded over Texas, which was fun. Just like talking about all the food. Like we started mm-hmm. going in on um El Tiempo, Papacitos, you <laughs> know, all the Houston food. Classic. Um, but, um <laughs> but she is just heart of gold and she is like a legend so and and just she is funny without trying I mean like funny without even knowing it the Mm -hmm. things that come out of that woman's mouth I mean like (laughs) I oh my god I've never laughed harder that was crazy um so I love Alyssa working with her was great also Raven Raven is so wonderful um to work with i got to work with her pretty closely on *Painted with craven that, sure um and she is so smart you know it's so cool she does ruse makeup right for um drag race when she's in drag also i think when she's out of drag but um so like and she won an emmy for that so she is just Absolutely like a whole cool. different level um of professionalism um, humor as well. She's really hysterically funny, like has her finger on the pulse of what it means to produce a TV show. So like what a really amazing host to have, like was such a natural with our contestants on pain with Raven really cared so much about them Um, to the point where like some of them have gone to her shows Um, and like that show is done entirely over zoom, right? Like it's all over the internet cause it started during the pandemic but um or at least the first two seasons are um but she like was so warm and welcoming to them at their shows and I, I mean that was just she's just amazing raven i um you know it's like Starstruck is different from you know right but no it's i'm impressed to, by it's nice to but
0: hear that you know all these queens are, are so nice and and you know oh, yeah. especially the ones that are so big because i feel like in a lot of professions and a lot, you know once people become skyrocket after a show like Drag Race and they become so huge a lot of times that can go to their head and whatever and then they you know become maybe not so easy to work with but it's nice to hear that so many of them are are still so great
2: yeah I mean I think it's you know I yes there is totally that trope of people who get you know more famous aren't as nice and great to work with but I think our queens are pretty you know, I think they know what drag in this world means. Right. Um, and I think they take that responsibility really seriously. And in general, they're just really fun people. So, yeah. And, you know, partially, like, I, the first full season, oh my god, this is of drag race that I ever watched was season 11. Mm. Um, And, you know, that's like Evie, Oddly, Silky, Namek Ganache, Brooklyn Heights, yeah. Miss Vangie Part 2. You know, <laughs> so... There's it's something really part
0: one. She didn't, wasn't on much the year before that.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't there very long. Um, but I'm so glad they brought her back and I love her and I loved working on Vanji 24 Hours of Love. That's a show that I, oh my God, those contestants like still reach out to me, which is amazing. <laughs> I just saw them. We had a premiere thing for Drag Race Mexico and a lot of them were there and it was like, no time has passed. Like, they, yeah. those guys are amazing. Um, but I, What was I going to say? Oh, something that I notice, you know, that doesn't go away for me, even though I work in TV is that when you're watching like a full season of something, you start to feel like, you know, the people, right. Mm -hmm. You start to feel like, Oh my God, like, you know, candy muse, like this, you just start to feel like, you know, them. And that's the, you know, that's what's in the T, right. That's what you're supposed to feel like. So for me, what's so fun about WoW Presents Plus is that after Queens finish a season, they start to work with us. So like when they come into, you know, our studio, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh my God. Like even at DragCon a little bit, I'm like, wow, I just watched your whole journey and now you're in front of me. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm nervous, but it's just going to be normal. You know, like it's yeah. it's more about like, you see their talent and you become it's exciting to see what they bring to the table next so yeah yeah
1: yeah that's all really interesting and then just overall just curious about if you had any tips or and for basically for anyone getting into the industry in your job like any input or like what do you wish you knew prior to getting into being a producer on a reality tv series and network just interesting to hear like the backstory of all this because you're saying we see only what's shown to us and not necessarily like the backside of it so it's interesting like how what would you recommend or give any advice for anyone in the future for this kind of role
2: yeah no it's a great question I mean I think like there is something to be said about doing a lot of research um you know kind of like both of you who are really I mean you have different careers right so it's not really applicable but if you're like super passionate about it, you know, stay passionate about it and do your research and be a know-it-all, right? I mean, don't like outwardly be a know-it-all, but in your head, be a know-it-all and like start to wrap your head around like what it means to work on a TV show and like what the roles are, you know, all different roles. Cause there's so many, like it really, there's so many ways to do this. Um, you know, and like I thought, Production and well, productions, all of it, but in the on set was where I like needed to be. But now I'm realizing I really like post production a lot too. You know, like it's it's really about learning a lot of that. And then the other thing is start meeting people and reaching out to people in your life at your school. You know, alumni of your school. If you go to a school like, yeah, and just start making those connections now. Um. And keeping them up, you know, I got my first job through a classmate of mine's dad, you know, and I guess that makes me a nepo baby, but really, (laughs) it was more, you know, I mean, he wasn't like super. He worked at CBS. It's not like he was like, you know, Brad Pitt. Um, and you know that led me to working on the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, um, which was scripted, so very different, but that was like such a dream come true for me, and. You know, I think it's just, and that took like months too. Like, it was like, we met about it, all this stuff. And then I had to re-follow up, you know, it's just, it's really about being persistent, but not annoying, never be annoying, Um, you know, and reaching out to people. You know, I've had like a lot of people reach out to me um, and say, hey, I want to talk about the industry. And I almost always say yes, yeah. because I know that it, is hard out there, and yeah, you've
0: been in that, especially when,
2: yeah, especially when you're starting out, and like it's the best thing you could do for someone is just talk to them about everything, right? So, yeah,
0: that, that's awesome, yeah. Um, so I guess let's now get into a little bit about this current season of Drag Race. Um, I assume you're caught up on yes, yes, okay. Yes. Good um what are your overall thoughts so far on the season as compared to other all-star seasons or just kind of in general
2: yeah no i mean i love that it's we're sort of like returning back to our all-stars roots right with the lipstick elimination (laughs) um there's no you know not everyone stays even though i know you're gonna ask me what my favorite season was i love all-star seven all winners i do too God, it's good. Um, it is just. It was wow. the
0: only season where you could do a twist like that where nobody goes home and it's still entertaining. You know, because oh, they're so good. So,
2: yes, yeah. the talent is just. Yeah, it's on a different stratosphere, and they're all insane. Um, you know, just like out of their mind, and so, just different levels. Like some of them are really incredible. It looks, but like also did really well in snatch game. You know, that season right. is just like so unreal. But yes, I love the season i think it's something i was thinking about um because you like sent me some questions and this was one of them is you know i think this is like the first season of all stars where they've taken like the biggest personalities from the other seasons Mm -hmm. and just like put them together Mm -hmm. um and like i don't you know i don't really have a window into the casting of it i mean i'm always like telling people please put this person you know, <laughs> but um like candy muse lala reed jimbo yeah. alex michelle jessica wilde james mansfield heidi and closet kasha davis i mean it's just like the biggest personalities all put together and i think it definitely has proven for a lot of fun drama a lot of um you know ups and downs A lot of crying alexis michelle but you know all in good fun um
0: very emotional season i mean half of that is alexis but yeah
2: (laughs) exactly no good for her i mean let it out you know that's how i would be totally very emotional um you know i think that has to do with they're they're all just big they're also like all kind of comedy
1: Mm -hmm.
2: they lean toward comedy God, I love the Jessica Wild um ETB card um what like tacos moment Taco Tuesday yeah. in the acting challenge that was crazy um <laughs> so funny and she performed at our um Drag Race Mexico premiere oh to go actually it was um, and um literally we go and she was referencing it and everybody was like chanting like ETB. E.T.B. It was his. The episode had just aired. It was oh, okay. so. Oh,
0: that's that's so. Funny.
2: Funny. It was just so funny. Um, yes, and I love that they're introducing international queens into yeah, Jimbo. American seasons. Jimbo and last season with the Vivian. I mean, like
0: right, right.
2: Yeah. Um, and Viv is unreal too. I mean, she's just also really nice. Um, I meant her. But yeah, I like. I think that's such a cool twist and such a good mm-hmm. way to promote our international season, yeah. you know, because like I've been a Jimbo fan for a long time now because I've been watching Canada's drag race and then UK versus the world and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people stop with the American season, but I think this is yeah. a good way to show that uh, uh-uh, uh, there's, excuse me, like way more out there um, mm-hmm. that you might not even be seeing. And like, I, I love RuPaul's Drag Race UK. I love it's. I haven't seen it, yeah, but uh, uh, well, sure. subscribe to Wow Presents Plus for <laughs> nine a month. But that's a
0: great that's a great thing because you know those international versions are available to watch for the American audience, and so because you know by introducing them on the flagship main show, then you know they're like, oh, well, where can I watch you know Jimbo's original season or the Vivian, and then they go to Wow Presents Plus.
2: So one hundred percent it's really smart oh here's my cat um it's this is princess Princess. oh hi princess oh she's cute she looks like nooner yes i was gonna say oh just another black cat um they (laughs) all look the same and that's okay to say because they literally do but (laughs) i um yes what was i gonna say oh yeah it's super smart as a business model like you know very exciting and also a lot of um the a lot of countries sorry that's not how i'm trying to say this the american seasons of drag race air on wow presents plus in a lot of countries that aren't america
0: oh okay
2: so like you could be in brazil and have wow presents plus and watch um drag race season 15 and all stars eight got it got so like it, you know it really the platform is a good way to get everybody around the world caught up on all things drag um right in a way so it's great and you know besides our originals like it's just such a big a big part of it too okay princess yeah i know <laughs> but yeah um that part's cool too just to know that like you know it's all mixing together i mean i would love to see i mean they did announce a global all-stars you know um Already, so that's definitely in the works, and I would love to see more international queens on more seasons and more American queens on international seasons.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I I I think that's great, and it's you know people who, in an all star season where you're still kind of you know can get to know one or two people for the first time, which is which is kind of nice and a nice little grenade surprise to to throw in the mix. Oh yeah. Um, what do you think of the the Fame Games twist this season? Because that's kind of the main twist of this season is that America gets to vote um, on the eliminated queens. And uh, I, I think it's a really cool twist that doesn't affect the game too much, which I like, you know, because I feel like sometimes on these shows when they throw in twists like this and, you know, Survivor, we can talk about, they always throw in crazy twists. But I, I like that this doesn't change the game, but it just adds to it. But what do you think of that?
2: Yeah, um I I don't want to ruin your the audio. So kitty, go away. You won't go. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um I am also wearing a Jimbo shirt, by the way. Oh my but, god, I didn't notice that. <laughs> and I did it for this. Um I can you tell I love Jimbo? I um I really like the fade games. I think that it's a really good way because we were just talking about, you know, it's a lot to prep for a season of Drag Race because you have to bring all these different looks. You have to bring, you know, so much. So I think it's a, and that's like a lot of time and money, you know? So I think it's a really great way to have the queens showcase everything that they worked so hard for, even if they get eliminated. Um, I think that it's a really beautiful way for the queens to stay relevant, you know? Like it's like, don't forget the fame games, you know, and I know the way you said um America Votes reminded me of American Idol. Like I, did, old- yeah. <laughs> Cause I know you love that show too. Um, or back in the day we did. Um oh, we always about it. But yes, no, I I really think that um I don't know, it's also interesting that social media, God, is such a big part of all of this. And I actually uh big part of my job recently has been kind of, like, helping market a lot of our shows um, through social media. So I help run the WOW Presents Plus Instagram. You should both follow wow. it. Um, cool. 116,000 followers as of today, wow. um, which is exciting That's and awesome. it's growing. Yeah, so, like, you know, my main job there is to help, like, uplift what the queens are already posting about their own stuff, but also social clips from our own shows and just like a you know a bunch of stuff trying to like make one hub for the drag community um and also i help run the wild presents plus tiktok which is more up and coming as you know we're gen z cusp um but <laughs> both are doing pretty well um and getting attention which is great and you know i think social media god like really helped um reality tv like oh
0: my god the community and just like to be able to just you know search the hashtag and find a bunch of people who love the same thing you do and to be able to find that community is is incredible and has totally changed the game
2: oh it really has and memes and sound ups and padam dum you know like i <laughs> it's just endless. And so I think it was really smart of the drag race producers um, who I know um, to use social media as a producing tool. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think that was really, really smart because it is such a part of it. Um, I'm glad now that it's getting its moment as well so we'll see
0: and then just lastly before we move on here um we talked a little bit about the fact that drag queens you know is such a divisive issue right now in the country for whatever reason um and and especially with it being pride month is, is that something that is discussed a lot within the the world of wonder team um and especially because of you know so much of Yale's programming does involve drag queens and does that affected all the type of programming that that y'all um decide to air or just like you know talk a little bit about that
2: yeah I mean oh it's just been like so disheartening disappointing um you know not shocking though right from these right-wing people who you know I think they use and this is not this is Jess Walensky. This is not World of Wonder, by the way. Separate, but as Jess Walensky, I am like, it's frustrating because I feel like they're using all of this as a scapegoat. Um, maybe that's not the right word, but as a cover, um, anti drag stuff. First of all, for anti trans feelings, which is so upsetting. Yeah. Um, because you know, like, I uh, I feel like anybody can feel like they're trans when and where and how they want to, you know, protect trans kids. Like, I think there's so many people that would have come out a lot earlier had the world been more accepting. Um, and it's so frustrating that, you know, right-wing lawmakers are using being a drag queen and being trans to distract and deflect from actual issues um you know which is just sucks um and i'm scared for our world and our country you know we talk about it now world wonder we talk about it so much i mean it's hugely permeates what we do um we started a drag defense fund um with the aclu um
0: yeah, they they mentioned that on on a, the end of every episode yeah
2: Yeah, so we started that, um, and it's been a success, you know, lots of funding coming into that, like, to help just across the board, like, to help queens, help um, local drag queens that aren't even on Drag Race, you know, in their communities, and helping drag clubs and all that stuff, Um, so that, or, like, gay bars, you know, so that has been really good. And, you know, I think the general feeling, like, I remember when it first started happening, we were all sort of looking at each other like, what the fuck? And we were like, you know what? We don't want to fuel the fire too much. Like, we really like, we want to be thoughtful and strategic in how we respond to this because you know, they'll take an inch and go a mile uh right, to right wing. So we just decided, like, we're going to keep doing what we're doing and you know, being a really positive force for drag and being trans and being loud and proud LGBTQ, you know, like without even, you know, like saying it and also just keep doing all the programming we're doing because all of it is a rebellion um, against this. So against these people. So it's really crazy. And, you know, I just hope it doesn't get worse. Ugh. I, you know, I think it raises the stakes for everything we're doing. Um, like it really raises the stakes and I feel like it's just, uh, it's just upsetting and it's, it's all like really, um, vulnerable to be this way. Um, you know, especially now we have so many trans queens, which is, Amazing and huge. Um, in the past few years, there's been I think like three trans winners of Drag Race. Obviously, Sasha Colby, also very sweet. I like Sasha a lot. Um, brilliant, like totally mother. Like in the room, just really. (laughs) God, just is a force. Um, so, you know, I think like having them as role models for even more queens to come out as trans or people to come out as trans I think is is huge so yeah it's all definitely raises the stakes
0: (laughs) yeah for sure um so getting off of Drag Race um I know another show that that you love that we share is Survivor um Molly I think there's a couple
1: questions yeah Survivor is one of my favorite shows so Uh, we're just curious overall about your thoughts of season 44 this most recent season which was one of our favorites, but so just wanting to know about your opinion overall of the season.
2: Yeah, I love season forty-four. Um, you know, I was reflecting upon this. Um, it feels <laughs> like since season 40, season four, like that was all winners, right? So after that was season 41, and that's when everything kind of changed. Um you know, with the pandemic, with the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, and I, I'm really happy that, uh, oh, I said drag race, that Survivor <laughs> has become, uh, you know, more aware of the world than it used to be mm-hmm. and more diverse because it really didn't used to be um, such a diverse thing. But yeah, no, I feel like this is the first, season 44 is the first time that all of the twists and turns and advantages and idols and craziness has been actually like warranted mm-hmm. like I found personally that in now I can talk because it's not drag race no I'm just kidding but <laughs> 41 42 and 43 I was just like what advantage is this like right right who has it and where is it going like mm-hmm. I found myself too just much. being confused <laughs> too much I agree um But season 44 it all kind of clicked and maybe that's because we were getting used to it maybe that's because the castaways were more um you know we're more strategic about all of it but it really all clicked together um something that i really loved is the birdcage idol
0: i loved that too Mm -hmm. i i think i i don't know how i feel still about them the producers making a fake idol I, I feel like that's a little bit unfair for the first time they do it because they didn't know that was an option but now that they will in the future know that it's an option i have no problem with it i think i just feel bad for like the first person to you know <laughs> luckily nobody ever played a fake idol so i guess it's kind of a moot point but yeah i i agree with you i love that twist
2: yeah no yeah. Yo,
0: sorry
1: go molly Oh no go ahead i want to hear your thoughts <laughs>
2: oh that's it I mean it I get why they did that I mean they took something that already happened and then put it in their own hands right they were like well we can do it too um (laughs) you know and I think yeah they just they really find 44 seasons later find um so many ways to just twist it up
0: and it was such a good cast yeah too just yeah so
2: talking
1: about the cast who was your favorite castaway of this past season who do you think,
0: Carolyn?
2: <laughs> Carolyn, <Caroline! laughs> I love her. She is crazy. She is out of her mind. Um, and I, <laughs> oh my god, and like also so smart. Like everything she mm-hmm. did, you know, I don't think everything she did, but a lot of what she did was very calculating. Yeah, like I. She knew she was like, I'm gonna make these two best friends, you know, jam jam and uh, what's his name? We're gonna go to the end. It's gonna be like that. We're gonna be like the gay, weird hippie, (laughs) you know, like not very athletic, like sort of nuts. Um, and I mean, geez, they their tribe was riddled, whittled down to like nothing um there's always how it goes and I'm always wondering like are is there like are there puppet strings here like I work in this shit and I don't even know like what on Survivor is real and what is super produced like I don't even know I don't um yeah, yeah. I
0: feel like Survivor is one of the rare shows in that field where I feel like I believe that all of the twists were prepared beforehand and aren't like super changed depending on what's happening you know big brother i always kind of like speculate like eh, they decided to end this twist early or like you know go on longer based on what was happening or whatever but i feel like with survivor because it, the challenges are so big and they take so long to build like how could they possibly change that depending on what was happening or like i don't know there's just certain things where it's like i i just can't imagine how they would possibly like Fidget it, you know, to fit their story, but I don't know.
2: <laughs> exactly, I, I mean, the challenges have to be fair. Like, I can't imagine that they're like, hey, you know, like, eh, jam jam, do bad in this challenge. You know, like, I can't. I feel <laughs> yeah, like that. I don't think they you know.
0: that. Yeah
2: no, but I know what you mean. Like, it's like, there's a lot of things that take a lot of time and energy to build, but I think like, you know how I think they do it. I think what they do is like, hi cat, there's a scenario and then, you know, like a scene is brewing, right? Like Carolyn, I forgot who it was, but, or what's the guy's name? Not Matt. The guy, the other like white jockey kind of guy. Yeah. Um, which one?
1: Danny, I think. or I think.
2: Yes. Yeah. So like, you know, they're like, Danny, go get the thing in the birdcage, right? Take it out and then put this back in there. But I think like when you see their confessionals, mm-hmm. the way they narrate it, and this might be obvious, but I feel like that is produced.
0: Oh yeah, where they're narrating. Yeah, I think that cause they'll tell them like, oh, like tell you know, tell the story like it's in real time or whatever so that they know that they can edit it later to, you know, show yeah. while they're while they're showing him do that. Yeah, I, I think that's obviously, you know Yeah,
2: that stuff must be exaggerated. My thing with Survivor is like how do they stay like hydrated? Like how like they must have well, sun? The well. They have the well, but like they must have sunscreen. Like there is no way oh,
0: they don't. That's, a that's good what guess.
2: I I think that's logistically. Good. Right? So have
0: like a little. My understanding is that they basically have like a bag of necessities that producers keep, but that they can access whenever they ask for it. Mm-hmm. Is my understanding? So like they don't have access to it at all times, but if they say to a producer like. Hey, I need sunscreen. Then, like they can, like uh, you know, with supervision, I guess you know, look at get something from that bag and and get it. So I think sunscreen is one of those things that they do have because I feel like that would be really unsafe <laughs> to not have that in that heat.
2: Right i mean yeah. so how do you know about this bag of necessities i remember reading
0: about it in an article and i don't remember where i read this article <laughs> and i don't remember how reliable the source was <laughs> but,
2: well i mean it seems pretty fucking reliable I remember, oh, like, please-
0: there was a question about like feminine products and things like that yes, cows, so,
2: yes! Yeah. that is such a big one you're there for 26 days now but someone's got to be on their cycle um yeah. you know like someone's having their period and then it's like oh what are you like bleeding into them it's so gross and then and then what about medicine everybody takes medicine Right. And it's like, that's what do you take your medicine with? What if you can't take it on an empty stomach? Are they giving you breakfast? I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, that's a good point with empty stomach. I don't know about that stuff. But I know that that's similar to Big Brother too, where they like go to the diary room and they say like, you know, to a producer, like, hey, it's, you know, time for my medicine. Or the producers know when they're when they're supposed to take it. And so they'll pull them aside and whatever. Like that stuff, yes, they do have. But my understanding is that they don't have access to it all the time. It's just like whenever they know that they need it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I mean it's exactly that makes sense. The elements do seem just so crazy. Like oftentimes my sister and I will be like, Should we go on Survivor? And then it's like (laughs) for me, I'm like, No, like I can't I don't think I could sleep on a wooden log for
0: look when we were in Israel and camping for two night three nights, I was going crazy just from those three nights. So
2: I couldn't sleep because Pauline was snoring so loud. And so I couldn't even <laughs> Love you. Um I don't she never realized this. But I I couldn't even sleep because of that. No one, yeah. you know, we were sleeping on the floor but also that. Right, but, yeah, but like um, on
0: Survivor times that by, you know, you know, exactly. 10 times the length. Like that's Yeah, whenever it
2: rains on the show and they're so clammy and zing, I'm like no. I'm like nope. That'll be a no, anyway. But I still want to do it, like <laughs> something with. I want to
0: do like a like if they ever did a celebrity version of Survivor where it was like short, you know, like that version of it, I would want to do where it's like a week or less. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. No, I hear that. That would be um, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, just to kind of close things out here. Um, just a quick rapid fire, just you know, quick answers of, uh, you know, kind of. A name or a, a, a season or whatever um favorite reality show of all time
2: that's so hard i mean survivor right i mean just come on yeah. i also love the bachelor franchise but only not like when chris harrison was the host because he's canceled but yeah back then I, like
0: yeah, that's that era right
2: yeah like i think like after tasha i was not interested mm, you could say the elon gale era of the show yeah the elon gale era yes that's what you could say um i did meet i did work on the bachelor once um, i was
0: going to say i couldn't remember if it was you or someone else but i was going to mention that and i couldn't
2: <laughs> i didn't want to be wrong about that but i worked sorry i know you said Let's close things it. about rapid fire but i can't oh, no talking.
0: this is great
2: <laughs> i i know molly you said that's your favorite so this is for you i am um, <laughs> was a PA on the After the Final Rose finale of Ari's season. Oh my god!
0: What a season to do that!
2: (laughs) Holy shit. That
1: was...
2: (laughs) And I had watched the season too, so I was just like... You know, we shot it, I think, what, like a week before it was filmed. None of us knew what was going on. Like, we didn't know he was gonna, like, break off the proposal to Becca... Um and Becca was really nice. I actually ended up meeting Becca again at DragCon like two years later. <laughs> um, random. Uh, she came to DragCon with Garrett, which I find funny Ooh, because that's uh, yeah right. That Garrett, Garrett is like a bigot. Um, but very happy for Becca now to be with um Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. But and they're um, having a boy. Yeah, they're having a boy. Uh, yeah, I'm they're having a baby. It's crazy. Yeah. Um
1: that that was a wild plot twist I
2: feel like when Becca's turn around totally yeah. that was a wild plot twist and like everyone was like boo Ari you know like you know,
0: it reminds me in hindsight so much of Scandaval in a way yeah. if, I don't know Jessica how how caught up you are on on that
2: you know Vanderpump is one of my blind spots but I okay. I know about I but know like that, that
0: kind of like plot twist in a way like I feel like it's it's kind of reminiscent I, w- I was thinking during that whole thing of like um of a bachelor season like Ari's where there's that <laughs> that type of ending
1: yeah Yeah, luckily Ari and Lauren are still together though so it
2: worked out for them
0: that's true and uh Tom and Raquel are not apparently so you know what
2: (laughs) win some you lose some exactly I mean I feel like with Bachelor everybody kind of ends up with who they're supposed to be with you know like like Kaylin and um what's his name Dean Mm -hmm. Dean that one is a good one like Mm -hmm. after all that right um It's stop, just
1: crazy. Still
0: that is one of those that I really didn't think would work out at the end, but it did.
2: Yeah, they're still together. I want Tasha to find love. I love Tasha and well, Rachel. She's,
0: with, she's dating right now, Luke from Summer House.
2: Oh, really? Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have to Google Tasha dating. Yeah, Luke. Oh, okay. All That's and great. Good for her.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I don't. I feel like they're very much uh-huh. trying to hide this relationship, but they've been spotted out together a bunch.
2: That's exciting. It's yeah. on the low, but we know about it. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like it's known, but they haven't announced it. Yeah, which is just as good. Okay, and then the other reality show I love is You're Gonna Die the kardashians i oh, i have to say i didn't really watch the original keeping up with the kardashians oh that
0: so was... you're a newer with the hulu show
2: newer with the hulu show i'm addicted actually i might have no i'm very caught up um <laughs> a whole issue right now with courtney being there, right? said are you watching
0: i am not fully caught up but i know what's happening and i've watched the first like two or three episodes of the season
2: well, you know what? I think it's like, for me, I came into it all because I think Kim is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, and um, actually a producer, the showrunner of that show used to showrun um, a World of Wonder show called Million Dollar Listing.
0: Yeah, um, wait, I, I saw that. OK, I did not know that World of Wonder produced a Million Dollar Listing until I was uh, doing some research on it and so have you worked at all on million dollar listing or yeah. no okay
2: no but i mean i know the people who do but no i don't um work on mdl but that's what we call it obviously but i do think it's a great show and i love the talent um tracy tudor yeah. Josh Flagg, um, all of them are really yeah, Josh Altman. yeah they're really cool do you watch that show
0: Uh, Not regularly, but I I know all the people on. I mean, I you know the whole Bravo universe.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. No, I yes, and also, um, you know, the head of World of Wonder, they're very close with Andy Cohen too. So it's like Mm -hmm. such a it's a crossover. It's all a thing. Oh yeah. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, I love the Kardashians. I don't know what it is. They are so fascinating to me, and I feel like this new iteration. I mean, I don't know if the old one did it as much, but really peeks behind the curtain.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's favorite season of pulse rock.
2: That's a good one. I was thinking, like, okay, All Stars and the regular show, or yeah,
0: combine like any of them. Yeah.
2: So regular show, I think season five. Like, you just mm-hmm. you can't get much better than season five of Jinx, Roxy, Alaska, all of them. It's a just Yeah. Um, they crack me up. Um, so I love season five. Um, season three teen like i don't think people talk about it that much but also really good talent like for me it's all about mm. the, the talent it's all about yeah. it um i love simone oh my god um i love candy got they're all mm. even like tina burnt and i didn't mean to say even but like <laughs> outside of the top
0: a, a four. little bit lesser known i guess yeah, yeah
2: outside of the top four um right tina burner um I'm even, like, looking to, like, Utica. <laughs> they're all, like, yeah. such interesting queens. Like, they're mm-hmm. also Denali, like, La La Ree, obviously. Ellie with two Ts. Joey J. Like, they're all... For right. me, also, I'm a big fan of the Drag Race music. Like, the cast songs. And I actually... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love... Because, you know, musical theater. I love yeah. the cast songs. And the ones from season 13, Phenomenon... And congratulations, like, ah, uh, all time. Love, love those songs. They're just so quotable. Tamisha Iman, I mean, come the fuck on. Like, that. <laughs> but yeah. And then All-Stars, I would obviously say Seven and then All-Stars 2. If you have not watched All-Stars 2, you are not watching all of Drag Race. So you have to go watch it.
0: Um, Do you have a favorite Snatch Game performance or character of all time? I
2: think I, think think I know, know what it. you're going to say. Yeah, Jinx is Judy Garland. Yeah, yeah, can't. yeah. That was that what was I
0: was gonna say. If you didn't say it.
2: <laughs> out of control. Um, Alyssa Edwards is Katy Perry is also like mm. I think unintentionally funny. Sorry, Alyssa. Um, and <laughs> I think that one's really funny. That was, I think, all sorts too. Um Simone as Harriet Tubman was crazy. I mean, that was genius. Like I yeah, Simone comes from a house in LA like a design queens you know house called the yeah. house of Avalon you should check them out um right. yeah we love them um and they are really smart and funny and I I think I mean I'm imagining knowing their work that they helped her with that and like you know of course the day of it's all her but like right, you know, right, right, right. Costume, everything it right, just yeah, yeah. that was really brave and Funny as fuck. Um. So yeah.
0: Um. And then moving on to Survivor, Rapid Fire, favorite castaway of all time.
2: I think it's Boston Rob and also Sandra. You can't get better than Sandra. Sandra's the queen. Queen stays queen. Queen stays queen. Yeah.
0: Um. And favorite Survivor season. Lastly.
2: Um. Okay. I also thought about this a little bit. (laughs) The originals. I think is like australia great ah,
0: season Yep.
2: Yeah. Um, way back I, one. yep season two but i love tina colby i mean they're those yeah. that was elizabeth hasselbeck oh like,
0: my god i know what i forget all the time that she was on survivor until that just sometimes comes to my mind that like wow that is where she started
2: well and <laughs> it's crazy because i i mean back in the day how were we watching survivor on dvd Like, oh my
0: god yeah I have that I, season on DVD or somewhere.
2: That's what I'm saying. My stepsister had all of the like seasons on DVD and that's how I watched them. So that was one I watched over and over. And All Stars, the original with Robin and yeah, yeah, yeah
0: that was oh, my first okay. season I, I i was telling molly we were um doing that episode that the finale of all stars was the first episode i watched weirdly i started on a finale mm-hmm. but it was just on tv and then um gerrymanthi got booed off the stage at that reunion and that was like i was like what is this show
2: <laughs> oh there you go yeah that is kind of how it happens i mean nowadays it's not but back then it used right,
0: to right be- right well even th- even today like you just see a clip on twitter of a show and similar thing you and you're like what is the show and then you go back so kind of a hundred no, similar...
2: percent and that's what we were talking about the power of social media right right and then in terms of like the more recent seasons i love game changers oh. with aubrey tony culpepper like i sort of like fell for brad culpepper at the end like i not sure totally... how that
0: happened yeah
2: <laughs> i know where right? was he canceled too i don't even know but um
0: not recent, not anything recent. I, I I just feel like you know maybe in general,
2: but <laughs> yeah, like a little like okay. But in terms of like how he played the game, yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, you know. Um, but I have to look up why he's can't. I mean, I'm sure he is. No, but, I don't um, think
0: anything in particular has come out of it. Yeah, him, but... <laughs> but
2: even so, football player, you know, like one thing, right? Also, um... all winners, and then my other one is Survivor. Um, san juan del sur the second oh. iteration of blood versus water i love the blood versus water concept i think Thank it you. is genius and just so innovative and it just brings like a whole new level to the game and it's like it's almost worse having your family member on another beach right or your loved one than having them back at home in america like it's almost worse right like you're what you're thinking about them you're seeing them at a challenge you're wondering how they're doing and then they get voted off and then you have to arrive to the immunity challenge and they're not there and you're like fuck you know i just think it's yeah it's genius
0: yeah i agree um and then just to kind of close things out here anything that you want to plug any shows that you're working on projects anything that that you want to plug
2: yeah, Jimbo. Um, it's my special show is coming to our presents plus soon. Um, bring back my girls season two. Um, is a show that we started last year at DragCon twenty twenty two, where we brought back. It's a reunion show where you bring together certain seasons of Drag Race. Um, and that was really cool uh, to work on and to get to see how the audience you know reacted like there's a live audience there but also the audience like of wow presents plus really um loves that show and it makes it just enlightened all of us in terms of like you know what people want to see and all of that and season 2 is coming um we did reunions for drag race season 14 which was a great one um all star 6 drag race philippines um what else uk seasons three and four like the list goes on and on um it's just it's endless so yeah but i want to know both of you who are your favorite survivor players and favorite seasons and also michael i mean i don't know molly if you watch drag race um but your favorite drag
0: queens. oh my gosh um well for survivor um i would say my favorite survivor castaway Probably Parvati, I just love watching. Um, Sari, of course. I was so happy when she won the. Tra- I don't know if you watched The Traders, um, but she. I guess I won't spoil it. <laughs> it's on Peacock. She
2: um, oh, a different reality series. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, I haven't, but
0: she's on there and I won't spoil it, but she's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, I would say probably for Survivor, those. And my favorite season of Survivor, I would say Micronesia or Heroes vs. Villains. Yeah. I would say those two I go back and forth with. Um, Drag Race, um, I love Trixie, I feel like probably um, would would be my favorite. And then the all Winners season, um, the All-Star 7 molly i know you don't watch them at drag race but survivor
1: yeah so for survivor my favorite castaways i think also sandra just amazing um but also from this season i feel like carolyn now like takes like oh yeah that point of like she's amazing and i love seeing her on tv and i hope she's going to continue in some realm of being in our, on our screens because i just i need to see more of her because she's just amazing um but then related to that i feel like this past season might have been my favorite so far of Survivor. I mean, oh, I love wow. past seasons, but I just liked a lot of the cast, and I feel like I didn't feel that way about all the other past seasons. Like, I really enjoyed like seeing this season of the cast members on it and like all that went into it. I just really enjoyed. So, I'm gonna go with recent, which I know is probably a hot take, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it was a good one.
1: It was, it was really a good one. one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, and I hope yes. to watch more
1: guy race to let you know about my future.
2: Of my <laughs> yes, if you want a list of like where to start, because I know sometimes it's hard to think about where to start, but you know, something I love. First of all, very interesting takes from both of you. Um, Micronesia, I wasn't expecting, but. I love
0: Micronesia. Fans versus favorites, the original fans versus fa- Like, I mean, look at the Aaron Reichenbach vote out where they blindsided him, gave up his immunity idol amazing moment
2: never will forget that yeah no interesting um and also i agree that 44 was just such a surprise in like a beautiful way like really brought you back to like the old school style of survivor and was amazing in that way um but yeah if i know it can be i forgot i was gonna say but something
0: starting with drag race yeah
2: starting with with drag race um oh What I love about reality TV um, is that it is such a and, you know, something I learned about TV when I was in college is that, you know, people want to there's some comfort in tuning in every week and the same structure is there. Yeah, like with Drag Race, you know, you have Fallout from Last Elimination Mm-hmm. next day new day in the workroom mini challenge maxi you know prepare for the maxi challenge runway maxi challenge eliminate you know yeah. like there's something really comforting in a formula um that i think is really specific to reality tv so i'm glad that you guys cover it and i also saw that you uh i started listening to your ultimatum episode and i need to <laughs> did you watch the ultimatum oh my god yeah of course i I thought i I saw you post
0: something about aussie which made me think maybe you had watched it
2: (laughs) i did i also like realized i was queer like a year ago ish but i definitely like that season i mean just psychotic the ultimatum and also god i mean that show nothing happened by the way they just Talked to each other, nothing happened. So and yet
0: we all. were riveted.
2: Yeah, I was riveted. You know, I watched the finale and reunion in like a group of like nineteen lesbians in a room, and it was crazy. <laughs> we were just like, you know, like freaking out. So yeah. Oh well, Jess,
0: thank you so much for this for joining us. I know this went much longer than there was we talked about, but <laughs> I no, thank you. I. <laughs> this was fantastic so um, I really appreciate you coming on here and it was so good catching up with you
2: so good catching up with you and so nice to meet you Molly thank you for having me I mean it's fun to talk about this stuff when people actually want to listen so yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) we learned so much so thanks for all the behind the scenes details and just overall hear about your day-to-day it was just really interesting to hear from your side of it all
2: oh yeah thank you so much and
0: thank you all for listening and we will catch you next week
1: bye